Hello, welcome to Only Jamie and Brienne with Victoria, my co-host, and myself, Sharda, where we talk about Game of Thrones, um, but we only talk about Jamie and Brienne. And today we are talking about episode four of season eight, which title I do not know. Oh, it's like the last of the Starks. What we thought we would do this time slightly differently is talk about just a brief and factual summary of what happened regarding Jamie, Jamie and Brienne in this episode. And then we're going to comment on it after that. I think to just explain for our listeners what's happening with us. I watched this. It's currently Monday, May 6th. I watched this last night when it aired. Um, so I've been mulling over it, freaking out about it all day long. My poor coworker Colleen, shout out to Colleen who listens to the pod. Basically every hour I would message her with a different interpretation <laughs> of what happened. I was basically like cycling through the five stages of brief grief, like denial, bargaining, acceptance, denial, <laughs> bargaining, acceptance. I actually want to talk about my journey with watching this too. Okay, let's talk about the summary first and then I will talk about why. Okay, sure. Like, what all right, so I wrote okay, this yeah. summary on the train on the way home. Okay, this is my very short summary. Brienne and Jamie attend the mass funeral. The mass funeral. Brienne and Jamie drink at the feast. Tyrion uses a drinking game to move them along in their romantic relationship by shaming Brienne about being a virgin. They have sex. She mostly initiates it, but you know he's willing. Uh, Jamie is going to stay in the north, and it's implied that everyone knows that they're together romantically. Tyrion, Jamie talk about how Jamie is happy with Brienne. Bronn shows up and leaves basically immediately, which we'll get to. Brienne tells Jamie that his sister killed a dragon and captured Missand Day. After this episode, I was like, I finally know how to say her name right, but I don't think I do. <laughs> um, Jamie thoughtfully stares in the fire, looks back at Brienne, gets up. She finds him outside getting his horse together. She is wearing the worst outfit I have ever seen. I know wow. I wasn't supposed to have opinions at this part, but had to be said. I disagree. Continue. Go ahead. No. <laughs> she cries for him to stay and tells him he good, he's good and doesn't have to save Cersei. He tells her all the bad things he done, he's done and that he's hateful. She leaves. Brienne cries. I cry. End. I just want to say that, like... Before starting is like yesterday I was in a movie, which is why I didn't watch Game of Thrones last night. And then I had early morning, so I, I just didn't watch it. And like, truly, I talk about Game of Thrones with two people, uh, Victoria and my friend uh, Vineet. And I like texted both of them. I'm not going to watch it tonight, so like, don't text me about it. Um, and then when I get out of the movie, one of my very good friends whom I have never spoken about Game of Thrones with oh texts me and like, I see like just the word kiss and I like flip out at her and oh I'm like, God. I am not reading the above. I will talk to you later. But then like truly all day I was so like, and then I think I saw like some headline and I feel like they were asking Gwendolyn Christie like, oh, are you sad about like yeah. who died? And so I thought she died. So like in my head, I had this narrative that like they oh were in God. love and then she died and That'd I was better but I will it would be better but I would say that like all day I was feeling really happy because like I was really happy mm. that they or, like I th I thought this would happen and yeah. I was like wow this is really sweet and really lovely and yeah. I'm really happy that Brienne's happy and then I had to watch this garbage truly the it's whole episode was bad so but this was bad. so bad I actually, so I disagree with one thing you said, which is that she mostly initiated them yeah. having sex. And I feel like 
she like left and then like looked at him and then he followed her. It's very like partnered, but she's the one who starts taking off their shirts. No, but that's because he's tri- okay. First of all, he's stripping. He okay, hold stripping on. in her room. Okay, so I'm is- the details of right. So he comes into the room and he's like, "It's so warm in here," and I takes know. off his coat. And she's like, Ugh. and then he's like, "She, you get used to the north." And he's like, "Oh, what about Tormund Chinesbane? Do you get used to him?" And she's like, "You sound jealous." And he's like, "I do sound jealous." And then he starts trying to take off his shirt, but he can't do it. At that moment, she could just tell him to leave. But instead, she takes off his shirt. Well, yes. And then she takes off her shirt. I guess my point of view is that, like, I feel that while she was 100% willing and, like, like, nervous but very happy about the situation. Yeah. I do think that, like, him coming to someone's room and starting to strip is an initiation. Oh, it isn't. Okay, (laughs) sure. (laughs) But she's still going to kick him out. She could have kicked him oh, out. Oh, yeah, didn't. but, like, I don't think that I she's the point. initiator. That's the only thing. Okay, I think that he fine. initiated, but she's like, yes, please, I want this. Okay. And okay. then they kiss, which is maybe yeah. the worst kiss I have seen on television. I think it's really good, actually. So last night, this is the only way I fell asleep. This is so embarrassing. I was literally so worked up, so then I just, like, found on YouTube the scene of them kissing and watched it a bunch of times till I calmed down and fell asleep. I'm an embarrassment to myself. I think it's actually really good. I think it's good. I think it's really cute, actually, because he kind of, like, jumps up at her, and it's very, like, it's very passionate. The problem with it, which, because it is slightly awkward, which makes sense, because she's never had sex, and he's only had sex with his sister, so I don't have a problem with the fact that it's awkward. The problem is that it immediately cuts away. I think that my frustration with it is the fact that it was so short. And, like, I think it takes, like, I know, maybe this is creepy, but I would like to see them kiss more. Yes. are you kidding me? Yes. You've been building up to this for the longest time. Yes. And, like, I finally feel like I, even though I am not, a big fan of Jamie whatsoever. I think he's kind of a shitty guy. I think he's done so much to redeem him, redeem himself. And I'm like pro them kissing. And it's like post they were going to die. Like, yes, this should happen. It's good for both of them. I'm really happy. And then they cut away and it's like, okay, so we're going to see like a great post coil scene where they're both like very intimate, where they're talking and like, there's like a real connection. No, they're asleep. She's turned away from him. She's turned away. They're not even, cuddling and he's like creep like not like staring at her like oh okay like i i like you but in a way that's like not enough i feel for the moment and what they've been through together at all after that post-coital scene i was like oh no jamie is not feeling this so then when he's with Tyrion, and Tyrion's like i'm so glad to see you happy i was like that was jamie happy yeah i i mean i feel like he showed more emotion towards her when he was knighting her. Yes! I, yeah. Uh, Glenn Walden and NPR said that in his recap that the scene of him knighting her was more sensual and romantic and emotional than them having sex. Okay, I also true. think my issue with the kiss is that I don't think it was romantic. Okay, I feel embarrassed because my sister's going to listen to this. But I, I feel it. like it wasn't a hot enough kiss. Like I it, kind of agree. It was, like, fine, but I expected a lot more. I feel I like they did not put enough effort into it going, at all. I think if it kept going, it would have been fine. Because, like, the, I mean, the way that you kiss someone and the way that you have sex, there are infinite ways to do these things. And... If, you know, it could have been that they had, like, awkward, weird sex or just, like, drunken, messy sex or, like, really hot sex or, like, what I would have written if they'd hired me, like, very tender 
Yes. Right? Isn't that? Yeah. And there's I no tenderness. <laughs> like him knighting her is more tender Absolutely. than what happens in the sex scene. Like I just want to like see Jamie like kissing her like scars from the bear or like her touching the like scars on his wrist. Yes. Or, like something like their bodies have been through so much together. And they've seen each other naked before and like have been through so much more even since then. And I just feel like there's so much like beautiful, rich texture there and we don't even get to see any of it. Like, okay, I think I have two things. The first thing, I feel like more and more I talk about this, I think that my issue with the kiss more than anything is it had no yeah. personality, which is mm -hmm. exactly what you were saying, right? There was no point of view. It was just them kissing. It wasn't yeah. thinking about either of their motivations or any of their history and that was really frustrating. I also think that like, this is not, unfortunately, Jamie and Brienne. Like, the the show is not Jamie and Brienne. And I feel like because yeah. of that, they feel like, oh, let's just make it happen because everyone wants it to happen. And then we can move on to the things we actually care about, which yeah. is how I feel like they what they did. And I it made me really mad. Like, right. okay. But, I mean, even at, but actually, even at this scene, I wasn't even that mad because I was like, okay. No, I was still happy because I was like, yeah. we're in a good place. Absolutely. I was like, there, there's still time. Like, things can still yeah, happen. I agree. Um, but in good. retrospect, it made me mad because we yes. had so much Tormund hijinks at the fucking dinner. And we could have <laughs> cut down on that by a third. Still had plenty of hijinks and more time for Jamie and Brianna to have sex. I mean, the amount of Tormund doing dumb shit that was happening at this dinner, which is out of control. Who finds this man that charming that they were just like, gotta, gotta keep hitting them straight with the Tormund lines? Jesus Christ. They were trying to make it much, like a much lighter contrast to the last episode I to agree. get it back to normal, which I think but is why they showcased Tormund. But I do agree. I also think that I feel like a little, but I feel a little bit area. vindicated. And maybe, like, you have a totally different read on it, but I do feel that, like, he didn't realize Jamie and Brienne were a thing until No, I think he did. Then. I think he was mad then because Jamie won. See, I, I disagree because I understand that reading, but I actually don't see it that way. But I... That's fine. Yeah. Who cares anymore? Who cares? About, but yeah. Oh, Victoria. Okay, can we Victoria. go... Wait, can we back up for, like, one minute yeah. to the drinking game? Oh, First yes. First off, the drinking game is bizarre. So because, stupid. Okay, so it's the game that Tyrion played with Shay and Bronn in an early season. I don't remember if it was season one or season two. Uh -huh. I have no problem with them playing a drinking game. I don't even have a problem with them playing that drinking game. But it, And it is a nice scene to watch because Brienne is, like, full face smiling. Jamie is, like, full yes. face smiling. They both look so attractive in the, like, low candlelight. They keep saying things to each other, and then she's like, I told you that. And he's like, no, you didn't. It's like, how could he not know that? Like, you guys are friends. You don't know that she's an only child? Well, that's the like, joke, right? No, it, no, it no, 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 no. feel like a I joke. Think, it just feels I, like they forgot. Oh, no, no. The reason that I think it's definitely a joke is because he then mentioned the dancing with Renly, and that we all, as an audience, know. No, but know. he told Renly. She didn't tell him about that. She told Gendry about that. That's why Gendry looks at her and is like, oh, you have to drink, because Gendry knows, not because Jamie knows. I feel like Jamie knows. Jamie knows that she was, like, in, had a crush on Renly, but I don't I, think he I don't know why I have a very, I really think that he okay. knew. Okay, well, I guess it's but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I guess that in my, I guess in, maybe I'm mistaken, but in that way I was like, oh, it's like, just like a wink wink, and, but I just think it's a dumb game, because what's, yeah. the game is. Uh, I mean, it's like never have know. I ever, but mean. Yeah, it was weird. It just was like, like really weird, targeted. I just feel like it's kind of weird to show a drinking game, and it's like how 
well, do you know this person? But, but it's, it's not because it's but supposed it's not to be that like I'm either. guessing things exactly. about you. Yeah. It's no, weird. Also, the fact know. that Tyrion picks on Brienne for being a virgin, like, sucks. When I watched the behind the scenes thing, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, my mortal enemies, said <laughs> that Tyrion did it on purpose to push them together. That's not the way it felt in the moment. But sure. But also, like, if we're going to make fun of anyone for their sexual experience, shouldn't we make fun of Jamie, who has only slept with his sister, before we make fun of Brienne for being a virgin? Like, come on, guys. Uh, I think we should make fun of nobody about their sexual experience. Mm, but... I think we should make fun of Jamie. <laughs> maybe he wouldn't have gone back to King's Landing. But I, I, I think that Tyrion has grown, has, like, been has lived a life where everyone is like really shitty to him so the idea of like him pushing people together by being shitty towards them in a way that he thinks is kind of funny like witty but is actually cruel Mm. is like very in character like at that point i was like pumped i was like whoa like i'm excited about what's to come oh i did think it was cute right before they were about to do it when he says i never slept with a knight before that was really cute i i was like this is bad. No, I felt like it was right that he was so, like, corny, like, the whole time. Well, I feel he, like, like he was thinking, I've never slept with anyone who's not my sister before. Right. And that's what came out. Which no, is... but it was, like, cute. No, it was cute because he made her a knight. Because he wouldn't have slept with a knight before because she's the first lady knight. I think it's cute. Okay. I don't know. I feel like he was, like, very corny during that whole scene. Again, like, if that scene was not as good as it should have been, as previously stated, but the part that we did get, I did enjoy. I can't okay. lie to you. And I'm, like, trying to, like, bite off his shirt. It's so stupid. I loved it. Wait, he's trying to bite off his shirt? No, when he's, yeah, when he's trying to, like, oh, untie yeah, yeah, his yeah, shirt yeah. and he's, like, can't get it with his one hand. So he's, like, biting it. Um, was funny. I don't know. I, st- I mean, you know, shout out to Nick. Nikolai Costa <laughs> Still hot. He is such a good profile. I, I do think that really one of my favorite moments of this entire episode is when... They're talking about, like, who's going where. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, Jamie's going to stay here. And, like, the look on Brienne's face, it's, like, the faintest smile. And it was, I like, know. so pure. And I was so happy for her. I know. But I'm also annoyed about it still. Okay, so this is the other, one of the other big problems that I have with the episode. Yeah. Because we, like, really don't know how Brienne feels about it. Like, of course we assume Brienne is happy. But, like... Does she really think he's going to stay in Winterfell? Does she think he's going to leave? Did she have to convince him to stay? Did he offer to stay? Did, you know, did she feel the morning when they woke up, did they feel weird about it? So here's the thing. I feel like we're almost switch roles because I feel like I'm reading off her face a lot. Just like you like to read off Jamie's face. But I really feel like she's very happy that he's staying. But I also completely agree with you that the idea that we don't get any discussion between the two of them about what transpired yeah. except at the end is cuckoo like it's you could have put in yeah something agree no i totally agree gwen's face tells a million stories and emmy for gwendolyn absolutely you know, i mean i love both they're both incredible actors and they're the only reason why this episode makes any coherent sense is because of their faces <laughs> eternal love to both of them the two hottest people in the world yeah, the fact that we don't see them talk about it at all is just terrible. And, like, I understand the argument that it's not a Jamie and Brienne show, again, but 
something. Like, so it doesn't take see that John long. John and Danny have the same conversation 80 times over. I completely agree. And we didn't have time for this. Come on. Like, okay, I know, I know we're talking about Game of Thrones, but I do think that a show that does this very well, that talks about mm-hmm. like details that like really fill out the show, is Jane the Virgin because it takes yeah. the time to talk about things that like, like this that are really important and I think give the world like mm-hmm. make the world a lot fuller oh I 100% agree and I it was I feel like this was written like um like bones would have been written like it was written in such a procedural fashion like I think yeah. that and this is getting more towards the end but I think that what made me so angry is that mm. I feel like a trope in television is like getting two p- characters mm. together that have had a lot of tension mm-hmm. they like sleep together and then one person's like no Mm-hmm. I can't and it's like wait what and it's, it's so stupid terrible. and we see it over and it's over so again bad. and like in, mm-hmm. and it's like meant to like re-up the tension all over again mm-hmm. and have the same storyline but like this was so earned and they could have done so much better with this it is frustrating it so yeah, makes me furious because they wanted they need Jamie in King's, King's Landing. Landing that's it that's it. And yeah. this is the way they decided to do it, which and is they the really most just direct used, way. They really just used Brienne as a pawn mm-hmm. to, like, for Jamie's story. Like, as yeah. soon as she had sex with him, it's like her story for this episode ended. Completely agree. When Jamie leaves at the end, do you think, A, he is going to King's Landing to help Cersei, or B, he's going to King's Landing to kill Cersei? I thought about this a lot. I think the main reason... Okay, there are two things. The first one is... Before even listening to the creators talk about the show... Ugh. Cersei is pregnant, and he 100% he believes it's his baby. He does not say that... But hold on. He does not say that to Brienne when he's of leaving. Of course he's not when going he to. Does, he does not say that. But I think if he had said that, it would have made his actions more understandable than the way they were. You know what I'm saying? But, like... like why mm. wouldn't you say that to her in that moment? You already know that you're breaking her heart and you're trying to, like, make it make sense. So why wouldn't you say to her in that moment, Cersei's having my baby? And then also, why would that suddenly matter to you when that literally didn't matter to you for the first three episodes plus the fraction of, you know, in-between season when you were coming north? Okay, so a couple of things. I feel like this really goes back to your original, like, truly original point um, is that this show is bad at writing. I really feel like that DJ Khaled moment of, like, you played yourself because my whole thing was like, this show's terribly written. And now I'm like, Jamie and Brian are terribly written? I feel like this is also in conjunction with your, like, true fact that after she and Jamie sleep together, she loses all agency and loses yeah. all character. And so they're like, this is a scene where Jamie has to go back to King's Landing. He's going to be unimaginably cruel to her. And she's just going to sob. And that's going to be really moving and that and it's going to feel like so torn. But I also think that I agree with you also that like it is cuckoo for like Jamie to suddenly be like, I'm a dad. But I think that he always does this when it comes to his kids. Like he's always like forgets and then is like, wait, I'm a dad and it matters to me. And I, it's like I don't I, think the writers are aware that they keep writing him that way, though. The, but, it is right. truly insane. It's like, that's true. what keeps happening. I know, and he's like, and, Marcella, my daughter. Like, and then she, knew. like, dies. Ugh, I Man, hate that um, so much. And I, okay, my final thought, and I'm going to let you speak, is that. Wait, but you didn't say, so you think he's going to be with Cersei. That's what wait, you think. W- oh, wait, yes. Because I think that the reason that he's not going to kill her is yeah. specifically because she's pregnant. 
And then all, but then I was still conflicted while watching. I was like, but maybe he's like trying to like go save her. But I felt so angry, like so angry because I felt that he's like proving me right and is confirming all the negative things that I ever felt about him. Mm -hmm. And it made me so pissed. And I feel like he did not have to be so mean to her before he left. And he could have done this in a much better way. And he chose not to. I think there's a million more interesting ways they could have written this scene. Mm -hmm. Like, not to go back to what Brienne is wearing in this scene, but the fact that they put her in this, like, ridiculous house coat so that she looks like the angel of death, like, veering over him is just so stupid. Like, Brienne would have on pants. Like, I know that's like, sounds really dumb, but it's just, like, it feels like by putting her in this dress, they just make her this, like, sad, like, widowy thing no they make her into like a classic like trope of woman left behind i really have felt that they've written brienne so well up to this point right and they just like make her a sobbing woman at the end of the day even if brienne would cry eventually i think she would try her hardest not to cry in front of him in that moment one two like she's a knight if she really thought that he was going to go help his sister wouldn't she attack him you know what I kept thinking of too today? I kept thinking of Lemonade, the Beyonce film. Mm-hmm. And you know that part, like not even the song specifically, but like the dramatic Beyonce poems. I have never watched Lemonade. Oh my god, you should watch it. So you've listened to the album. Yes, many times. Okay, so the poet Warson Shire wrote this like spoken word poem that Beyonce does like in between the songs. Ooh. And at one point, I. If I was, like, a good podcast producer, I would find Beyonce saying this. Instead, it's just going to be me reading it. But she says, What are you going to say at my funeral now that you've killed me? Here lies the body of the love of my life whose heart I broke without a gun to my head. And that was, like, very much the vibe I kept thinking of all day when I thought about how I would have written Brianna in that scene. <laughs> just, like, murderous. Well, okay, so this goes back to my question that I posed to you. Is Jamie going to help Cersei or is Jamie going to kill Cersei? Last night, every, I feel like everyone on Twitter last night was like, oh, obviously he's going to kill Cersei. And, like, because you said that he is really vicious to Brienne, but actually he's not. Like, if you listen to what he says, he doesn't say anything about Brienne. He doesn't say a word about her. Everything he says is about himself. Wait, no, and that's not like, why I think that he's vicious, though. I think no, that- I know, but I'm saying that he... Everything he says about himself, I'm hateful and Cersei is hateful. So there's an argument to be made that what he's saying is she's hateful, I'm hateful, I need to go kill her. There's an argument to be made. Last night, I sort of believed that argument. In the light of day, I would say 20% of me at most thinks that he's going to kill Cersei. And 80% of me thinks that he's going back to Cersei. Mm. Because I think, for some reason, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss... Just, like, don't want Jamie to grow and change as a person. No, like, he's 100% going... Okay, those two creators, like, they don't understand subtext, and they're not very good at storytelling. And so they have very clearly said in their commentary that he cannot let Cersei go. And therefore, because of that, he is not letting Cersei go. And in the story, he's going to go back to Cersei. That is what's going to happen, and I hope she kills him. I I know that's really harsh for an episode. I kind of agree. Like, wow. Okay. it... I mean, it just, like, they did Jamie so dirty as a character. They just really did. Like, I think, well, okay, so my friend Josh said this in a text, and I screenshotted it, so I remembered to read it, because I thought it was so, um, so, 
well put. He said, there's nothing they can do next episode to justify the choices they made in this last one. It was a bad choice and a bad scene at the end that ran counter to years of Jamie. And that's how I feel. Like, I feel like the show's whole, like, thing is, like, we're gonna, you know, when you think we're gonna zig, we're gonna zag. And, like, we're just gonna keep, like, blowing through your expectations. So, like, you expect that, like, Jamie's gonna, like, change and, like, grow. Well, like, fuck you, because he's not. You know? And, like, and that's realistic. But it's not realistic. Like, I feel like where the show is heading, not even to talk about other people's plot lines in detail, but I feel like if things end the way that they seem that they're ending, which is like Cersei is a mad queen and Danny is a mad queen and Jamie dying with Cersei and probably Tyrion dying and John doing something idiotically noble. And, you know, I feel like then the point of the show, the message of the show is that like life is incredibly bleak and nothing has meaning and people don't change and being noble and good means nothing. And none of that is true. None of that's true. People change. And, like, good things exist. And, like, love is possible. And, like, yes, like, bleak things happen and, like, bad things happen to good guys. Like, Ned Stark dying at the beginning of the show. But also, sometimes people do change. You know? Like, life is not just, like, pain and agony. I agree with you, but I do feel like in life, like, you can know things. You can know things that are bad about people and still support them. But there, I feel like, at least in my personal life and, like, a lot of the art that I've like consumed yeah there's tends to be like a point where it's like whoa like this is too much and like yeah. while I always knew this is true it is suddenly unbearable yeah. for me and I feel like I don't know what that point could possibly be when he like that realization right. point could well, he had that point like, no like, like the end of season though. seven was the end of season seven was that point. I and now they're going back so. and saying that's not that point anymore. I like I, I feel like I'm annoyed because I feel like it is validating the fact that like he left just for survival sake and like it was not turning his back on Cersei. It was more for humanity because for like that second, like loyalty didn't matter. But suddenly that threat is not there anymore and he's like, Whoa. No, I think I it's slightly more unfair. Is. I think that he leaves at the end of season seven because he promised that he would. I, I mean, that's what he says. I this. promised, and that's why he does it. I think. I, mean, I don't I, think it's selfish. Well, I think he wants to prove that he can keep a promise. I that's what like, he wants to I, do. I, but I that's why it's really, crazy I that he goes like, back. It's just crazy that he goes back. It's insane. Like, even in the script for the last scene of season seven, like, in the fucking screen directions, it says, like, Jamie leaves King's Landing. He never looks back. But, Victoria, I really disagree with the reading that, like, he's, like, maybe he's going to try to be good. Maybe. I don't really even know if I buy that. But, like, I just feel even more solid that this person is just, like, not a good person at all. Like, I mean, that's the way they wrote it now. But, but that's like, the way they wrote it. I just think it's not it. the way they should have written it. Oh, of course. Like, of course right. I agree with you. No. But, like, just going off but like, I'm saying what from, like, we've seen and what we've happened this person i i feel i'm just i'm very no frustrated. i agree i'm like die i i, I just like, think it's bad writing and i think it's unrealistic writing in the name of being realistic if that makes sense i do i i 100 see your point there yeah. i just like i i do feel like doing this podcast has made me feel like a lot like softer towards jamie and like like and even the past three episodes i've been like 
wow, this is a person that's like turning his life around. But like, I feel so like, I feel like double down in how frustrated and angry and like how I truly thought like, I cannot think of the word, but like there, there's no, he's very hopeless in terms of coming back and being yeah. somebody that I, I agree. want to watch. And someone who Brienne deserves. Yeah, I mean, it's just frustrating because I just think it's terrible writing. I agree with you 100% it's terrible writing, but that's also, like, all we have to go off of. Oh, no, of course. No, I understand that I'm like, you know, Jamie and my head wouldn't do that. No, like, yeah, but, Me like, and my head cannons will be safe. Wait, I'm not trying to be, like, a dick about it. No, I you're know not. that you know that. I also feel like I feel bad because, like... I also know how much you and I think so many people like yeah. really wanted this to be real and yeah. really wanted his redemption yeah. arc to be real to the point that I, somebody who I really did not think I would ever soften towards him, also felt that I wanted that in the beginning yeah. of this episode. And it like they went completely the other way and it's, I'm truly yeah. very upset. It makes me very angry. Yeah. It's On top really of it being like, like as a whole, it was a terrible, terrible episode. episode. And it's like terrible. you have two left and this is what you do. Well, we got questions and comments on Instagram, so I wanted to run through some of those quickly, and then yes. we can talk about the Tumblr post, because one of them really leads into that nicely. Okay, um, Okay, my friend Josh said, have you considered renaming your podcast Only Brienne? I'm hopeful that Jamie's going to die in episode five, and then episode six can be Only Brienne. Yes. Well, this person thinks that Jamie was lying at the end, and that he's going to go kill Cersei, which neither of us believe no. at this point. I'm sorry. Um, are the showrunners just evil? Yes. Does Jamie love Brienne? No, no, no. They're not evil. They are stupid. Continue. Okay. Does Jamie love Brienne? Yes. Just not enough. I I mean, that's not love. So. Wow. What's Brienne's favorite position? Did Jamie use his gold hand in sex? Is that sanitary? How many times did they have sex? It's apparently happened over several days. Will they see each other again? (laughs) Great content. Um... (laughs) Okay, because this episode definitely does take place over the course of a bunch of weeks, so they definitely did have sex more than once. Oh, 100%. They're definitely in bed together at least twice, so. Yeah, so they definitely had sex a bunch of times. Um, Do they use the gold hand during sex? I hope not. Sounds like a nightmare. Will they ever see each other again? I'm going to go with a no. Uh, I hope she kills him. This show's happy enough for that to happen. Yeah, and then will Brienne follow Jamie to King's Landing? Presumably with Sansa in order to kick his ass and mourn him when he inevitably dies. I don't think so. I don't. I think that Brienne is way like has way too much self like yeah self confidence so in herself. She's not and, following like, him around no more. She like knows her self worth and knows yeah. this is a fucked up thing to do. Okay, anonymous asked, "Is Jamie a fuckboy?" Yes. Great. My question is: Is there any logical and satisfying way to redeem this turn, or do we have to admit right now that Jamie and Jamie and Brienne are effectively ruined? Um, unless he truly is going to kill Cersei, which I, I like 100% is not the case. And he comes back and explains why he like, the reason that I, okay, yeah. I didn't totally explain, but the reason I feel like him, yeah, like telling her like, I'm a bad person is mean and cruel is because Brienne does not trust easily. And she over a long period of time has let her, let him in. And he was like, that was a mistake. And that is really, really cool. If he was just doing that to push her away means that he does not understand her at all. My brother was like, well, he was like, you know, it's like those scenes in those movies where like people are mean to their dogs. Oh yeah. Sorry, your brother. No. Brienne's a human woman. Yeah, exactly. You don't talk to people like that. That's insane. And if, if like, if 
the 20% chance is possible and that Jamie is going to try to kill Cersei, then writing that conversation would have been a hundred times more interesting than the actual conversation we got. Because Jamie being like, hey, I'm going to go try to kill Cersei. And then Bran being like, that's stupid. You're going to get killed. And him being like, well, I don't care. I'm a bad person, so it's fine if I die. And her being like, no, that's a stupid way to think about it. Like, already that's a more interesting conversation than him just being like, I'm hateful. I mean, I think I that did truly bad things. the best situation would have been, I'm going to go kill Cersei, and this is my plan to do it, and her being like, I'm coming with you. Right. And then they I don't would think she would have gone with him, though. I don't think she would have gone with him because she would stay in protect. I think that Sansa, like, I feel like Sansa would be a part of this conversation to be Maybe. like, no, you have to go. And I, I do agree that, like, that would be the only impediment, but I do think that them go- being together and working together is, like, what makes him the most likable. Yeah, And, true. like, makes you want to watch him. I don't want to watch him anymore. That's the way I feel, too. It's like, once Jamie gets to King's Landing and Brienne's not there, I'm not even going to care about Jamie anymore. Yeah. Uh, we got another comment they wrote. I just want to say that my boss said, quote, I can't reasonably believe that Chip Sharpjaw has had any sexual feelings toward Brianna. And now I have to quit my job, I think. The disrespect on my honor in that sentence is a lot. I laughed, as you did when I read that, because what a terrible take. But that does drive us to the fact that before this episode aired, um, I shared on Twitter a screenshot of what I thought was a very insightful comment I agree. on Tumblr. So this person, their username is Consulting Winchester, which I assume is a supernatural reference. They wrote, no one questions that Tormund loves Brienne. They just accept it. Also, no one questions that Brienne loves Jamie. They just accept it. However, lots of people question Jamie's love for Brienne. So what's the difference between Jamie and Tormund? Well, no offense to Tormund, but the difference is Jamie is considered really hot. People don't find it strange that Tormund, the giant crazy-haired wildling, would fall for Brienne. But Jamie, a man wildly considered to be one of the most handsome men in the Seven Kingdoms, falling for a woman who doesn't fit conventional beauty standards, they find that completely ridiculous. Because here's the thing. If Brienne looked like Daenerys and Jamie acted the exact same way, no one would doubt that he was completely in love with her. It would be considered obvious. People simply aren't willing to believe that a hot guy can fall for a woman who isn't stereotypically attractive. And that's the tea. But I was thinking about this a lot because I don't know if you listened to the previous episodes, but I've been very like, she's definitely in love with him. But I was really unconvinced that he was in love with her. I still am, basically. Because I feel like it was never very clear. However, after like like reading this, I do think there's definitely a part of me that's also internalizing that same bias. And like I really appreciate that point of view. And I do think that for a lot of people, that's 100% the reason why they don't see yeah. Jamie with Brienne. But I and like I like I have to confront that in myself. I obviously see it. I don't think that's the full reason why. Mm-hmm. But I do think that that is incredibly valid. Very true. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate that because it was thoughts that I had had for a long time, but had struggled to put into words. So out of character. Yes. For Jamie to like hurt Brienne so oh, no, I don't deeply that. like that. I just feel like there was a way for him to leave and go to King's Landing without like so, at least like, I mean, he would have hurt her anyway, but at least like acting like he cared that she was deeply hurt, you know? And I mean, like he is a fuckboy in the sense that when he, she was like being so vulnerable and being like please stay he can't even look her in the eye i know i know and he doesn't give her it's like nikolai's romantic looks like vanish completely I mean, it's great acting but it's terrible television 
the tagline of this episode. I mean, I think I keep going back to what you said, which is that she just completely lost, like they yeah. lost who she was they after did. she had sex with him. Um, not to read aloud one of my tweets on air, but I'm gonna. <laughs> this was like the most concise way that I could say this. Okay. So this is how the Jamie plot goes, and I think it doesn't actually make any sense. He has sex with Brienne and he's happy. Then he finds out his sister sent Bronn to kill him, right? So you would think, oh man, this lady's serious. She sent him here with this crossbow and he almost killed me just now. She definitely hates me. He finds out his sister is winning the war and then we're supposed to believe that he goes down south to help her? I mean, She's I just winning. They just killed one of the dragons. I mean, again, I think that the reason that my reading Okay, the creator's reading is that he's obsessed with her still. My reading is that he's like, oh, wait, she's pregnant. Though I don't even know if that's true anymore. Yeah, I, some I feel people were like, maybe Bran told him off camera that she's not really pregnant. She looked pregnant, but maybe she's faking it. Yeah, I mean, she's an evil queen, man. Kyburn can do shit. I don't understand how there are only two episodes left. I, I really don't. It's baffling to me that they decided to make this six episodes for some reason. Oh, we didn't really talk about the bronze scene. That plot continues to make no sense. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, again, I guess Jerome Flynn couldn't be in King's Landing, but Bronn just waltzing into Winterfell being with a crossbow. Nobody stops him. He easily could have killed both of them, right? Like, who is protecting the hand of the queen? Absolutely no one. And then they just have a scene for him to be like, I won't kill you guys. Oh, okay, bye. It, what was that? I... I also feel like what was upsetting about that scene is that there was really no, really very little hat tip to, like, the amount of emotional trauma they've mm. both pairs have gone together with. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was so confused. I was just like, I don't know how to feel in this moment. This is weird. This is just bad. And it doesn't make any sense. I feel like I'm still very baffled as to why Jamie upon hearing the news that her sister is winning which is exactly what you said is like yeah. wow i need to leave right why the is only, that the catalyst the only thing that would make sense is if he was going to kill her but they expressly but that also said make sense and that also yeah. doesn't i mean I, I feel like that makes more sense but the creators have explicitly said that it's not going to happen yeah. unless they're lying to us but i don't think they're creative think enough they to are. lie yeah. so yeah i'm i feel yeah. like very sour and i hate feeling like this because like, yeah. that's not how I was feeling going into it. And yeah. I just feel really upset that I feel like every, like, worst possible instinct that I have about Jamie, I feel like it came true, and it makes yeah. me mad. Yeah. Wow, this yeah. is a depressing episode, Victoria. I mean, they wrote, they made a terrible episode of television, and they deserve to get dragged. Um, wait, I feel like... Oh, in the preview for next week, there was nothing... I don't think we're going to see Brienne next week. Unless she does go to, to King's Landing for some reason. I mean, also... You know, this is such a dumb complaint at this point because Game of Thrones doesn't care about time anymore. But even, like, if they were realistically handling time, by the time Jamie got to King's Landing, the battle would be over. Oh, like, yeah. I also think, you know what would have been a really nice moment if, like, Sansa and Brienne had a moment yeah. about Jamie? Yeah. Like, they can pass a note around right. about people well, winning wars. Sansa doesn't trust him. Yeah, it would have been interesting. It would have been so juicy. I would have I mean, loved to see that. I mean, is that supposed to be the catalyst? Is Sansa saying, I always wanted to see them execute your sister? Is that the catalyst? Because that doesn't really work for me either. But I feel like I was confused by Sansa's letter. Like, Sansa's yeah. reaction. Because I felt it was like, 
oh, Cersei's gonna win. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand I why anyone who's not on Cersei's side feels like they're gonna win. She's yeah. like killing the dragons. That's true. Without the dragons, you have a tired ass no, yeah, army. That's true. Um, I was gonna say my only hope for Jamie Lannister, the only hope, is that Nikolai has said in multiple interviews that he's happy with the way Jamie's story ends. That's my only hope. What? No offense. Maybe he's dumb. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it trust this random dude who's good at acting. Wow, poor Nick. Nick, I, mean, I trust you. Importantly. Like, look, well, he's a very meant, good actor. I just, meant because, I just meant because he's been, like, captain of the Brian and Jamie ship for, like, seasons. Like, he oh, has constantly he? in interviews is, like, mentioning Brian, even in, like, unrelated questions about Jamie and stuff. Like, he's been, like, very much team Brian and Jamie, team Jamie's redemption in a way that, like, it seems very genuine. Again, like, he's very good at acting, but I don't know no. if I trust his thought process, so. No, that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. I respect it. And, you know, I'm a snob. Yeah. Man, people, I mean, guys, if you listen to this whole episode, God bless you. Because it was very negative. Like, I also understand, like, not wanting to sit through this cloud yeah, of negativity. I agree. I mean. Because yeah, normally I'm, Victoria balances me out. There was a little bit of it, but yeah, it wasn't a lot of it this time. The most optimistic part of me, mm-hmm. it wants, you know, Jamie if he does not kill Cersei himself, is in- helpful to killing Cersei. And he lives, and he goes back to Winterfell, and he's like, Brienne, I'm sorry. And she's like, get fucked. And then he just, like, stays around until he, like, slowly wins her over again. That's my most optimistic prediction. My least optimistic prediction is that Jamie and Cersei die at the same time, just like she said, which would be just terrible wait just like who said cersei said that she said we're we came into this world together and we're gonna leave this world together oh okay yeah so that's my least optimistic prediction my middle prediction is that Arya is gonna kill cersei clearly um with jamie's face maybe with jamie's face yeah i mean Arya could kill jamie now yeah totally she could there'd be reasons i think my true prediction i feel at this point is this is gonna end with Cersei on the throne and she has to keep Sansa as like wardeness of North of the North or the queen of the North. And there's like a very tenuous, like agreement of peace, but truly it's just a lot of tension for the future that we never see. That'd be hella lit. Honestly, that sounds way better than whatever they're writing. Danny dies. John dies. Jamie dies. Brienne is still there. Yeah. She in the future that we never see, she like kills Cersei Wow. And like, yeah, I and really. She imagine. becomes the queen slayer. Oh yeah! Mm. Are you kidding me? Wow. That would be Shrata. fantastic. We gotta call HBO. We gotta <laughs> film a new ending. Yeah. Gotta film a new ending. That's so exactly good. Right. I love it. That's so yeah. much better than what they're gonna write. It's unbelievable. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people are dying. I don't know. I don't also, know. can I say that since we started this, I yeah. seriously watched this as a. What is Jamie and Brienne? What are Jamie and Brienne up to? Wait, yeah. what is also happening? Honestly, I don't care. I was really checking out during the other parts of this episode. Me too. I, I think it was lie. because it was bad. But like, also, yeah. I was like, wait, John is still alive. Like, would it matter? Ooh, Honestly, I don't know. And I again, like Jamie, Jamie and Brienne just have such better chemistry than every single other couple on the show. 
Yeah. So to spend any time with anyone else when we could be with Jamie and Brienne. It's just I also think that they're so heavy handed about you can definitely not put this in, but they're so ho so heavy handed with the incest stuff. And it's like you're doing this very badly. Yeah. Like this is weird. Yeah. It's well, making everyone uncomfortable. The thing about them not showing Jamie and Brian having sex, how many fucking times do we have to watch Jamie and Cersei having sex? Oh my god. So we fucking yes. saw the incest one million times. The one fucking normal sex scene we can't see. You know how hot okay, again, my sister's listening to this, but it would be really hot to see them fucking. It just would. I mean there would be great. It would have been so good. I just don't understand why they didn't think this was important to put in the TV show. And I don't think it's even, like, people who necessarily only care about Jamie and Brienne. I feel like this is a, one of their bigger storylines, and they really shunted it aside. One of the first things Jamie says to Brienne when she is his captor is he says, oh, I bet you're a virgin. She doesn't say anything. And he's like, I bet you wish that one of those men had been big enough and strong enough to throw you to the ground and tear your clothes off. I could probably do it. I'm strong enough. And she says, I'm not interested. And then a couple episodes later, when they're in Heron Hall in the bath, and she's, like, covering her boobs, he's like, don't worry, I'm not interested. Right? So, this, like, the seeds of this moment have been planted from basically the moment that they met each other. And to just, like, throw out the moment, just, like, not fucking seize upon it, is crazy. They, I'm still not over the fact that they don't have a post-coital scene. We both can't yeah. pronounce it. It is really... So I, bad. I feel like... I feel so let down by something yeah. that, like, obviously doesn't owe me anything. Wow. But it yeah. makes me just so disappointed. Yeah. It's just really disappointing. It was just bad television. It was bad. It was like, I'm watching Bones. No offense, people love Bones, whatever. Yeah. But it's a procedural. Shout it's like, I don't need to watch this. This is not what I came here for. All right, I'm wrapping up the show. Wrap it up. Okay. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Very d- dour I know. Podcast. I, like, can't even, like, make myself sound happy. Um, Victoria's a happy person. I am a happy person. I just love the love and romance. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at onlyjamieandbrienne. You can email us, onlyjamieandbrienne at gmail.com. We did we finally get a fan email, and it was so nice. It was very sweet. Overwhelmingly sweet. Uh, so if you email us, we our hearts will be warmed. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people will disagree with us because I do think the I do think the general opinion from what I've seen online is that people think Jamie's going to kill Cersei. And uh, they're not wrong. I really think they're wrong. Yeah, I really think people are wrong about that. I hate to say it. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter at Victoria Adel E D E L. Um, Shrada, do you want to plug your social media? The one other time we did this, I cut it out because you, like, did a weird way of explaining it. But I just wanted to, like, say my Twitter in case people are listening to this and they want to follow me on Twitter. No, you should follow Victoria. Um, I'm not very interesting. Go ahead. Okay, great. I disagree, (laughs) but that's fine. Um, Yeah, we love you guys so much. We still love Brienne. Our Jamie. I still love Jamie who lives in the fan fictions on Archive of Our Own. And uh, Gwendolyn and Nick are still the best. Um, okay, this is what I will plug. I plug Victoria because she's great. Wow. You should definitely follow her on Twitter. I also plug the show Succession, which is coming on oh, HBO. Oh, I want to watch that. <laughs> and I also plug the comedian Anna uh, Feberga. Wow, great She's plug. really funny. And um, you guys should follow her. 
Well, and I'm gonna plug Game of Thrones. I'm gonna plug Nikolai Costa-Waldo's Instagram because mostly <laughs> he just like sits at his house and like takes videos of like the lake that's next to his house and like the wildlife in the lake. It's that's really great. enjoyable. Or he'll like post cute photos of his kids. Great content. Can't like. Oh, there was a really good interview with Gwendolyn Christie and um, British GQ. You should link it's, like, it. On it's the like show not notes. about. I don't know how to. Do, I don't think SoundCloud lets you do that. It's unfortunate. Oh, no. I know. Um, it's a really good interview. It's mostly about like acting and stuff. It's, it's like it's not really about like the Game of Thrones plot points or anything. It's just about like acting and being famous and stuff. And I like cool. It. Yeah, I bought. A, I subscribed to Bust Magazine because Gwendolyn's on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> That's my truth. All right, oh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank we love you, guys, you for getting through all that. We love you like Jamie loves Brienne, which he does, even though he sucks. Whoa, I do not Bye. love you like Jamie loves Brienne. I do not endorse this. <laughs> Bye.